Hello everyone. <laughs> Hope all of you are staying sane and safe in these difficult times of a pandemic. And I feel it will not be an exaggeration to say that staying safe is still manageable now as we have a few set norms which we can follow like wearing a mask and gloves whenever we go out of the house or just stay at home if we can. But staying sane has become almost impossible. Many of our plans got cancelled and life kind of pressed a pause button for everybody in the world. This episode is going to be special because today we have a guest with us for the very first time who is not only staying sane but also doing a lot of other inspirational tasks simultaneously even in these challenging times. This girl is on fire and there is so much to learn from her. If I confine myself to use just two words to describe her, they will be versatility and strong determination. I feel honored that she accepted my invitation to be part of my podcast today. A Harvard graduate, studied literature, a passionate reader and writer. She writes columns for India Times and The Hindu. Loves food and also likes to try new fitness pads. She is an actor who also worked with Prabhas in the movie Saho. She also supports local NGOs to help young kids and women to realize their full potential through creating opportunities and bettering education. Oh god, I couldn't even say all of this together, but she is the one doing it. Welcome Damini Chopra. Hats off to you and thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Hi Nimesha, thank you so much for that uh, overwhelmingly lovely introduction. I was hearing it and I was like, "Acha," <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, thank you. You're far too kind, and um, I feel honored to be the first guest on your podcast. I keep listening to it regularly. Um, I think thank it's very so honest. Yeah, it's very from the heart. It's very heartfelt. It it addresses some very real. but taboo topics for women across borders and across you know strata so i mm-hmm. think you're doing a great job congratulations on that oh my god thank you thank you so much <laughs> you just made my day <laughs> actually even i feel so um like you know it's overwhelming for me as well when you accepted my invitation uh so let's start with a few questions which i have um, written for you so damini to start with I am kind of curious that after graduating from Harvard what made you decide to be a part of the Bollywood industry You know actually that question is something um I hear a lot and you and I have common friends so I'm sure you've also heard it in a rather unflattering manner when people are like you know why would she choose to do films after she studied so much or you know what a waste of a degree and all of those things but um it's really interesting to note that i am not here trying to prove points or anything of that sort i have always been good at academics i have been inclined towards academia and when i was um young in school i remember that i was very clear in my head that I don't believe in this or that. If I work yeah. hard enough, I can have it all. I didn't okay. really see this as a, you know, choice where people tell you, "Oh, if you want to be in performing arts, then you shouldn't really be inclined towards academia." Or if, okay. you know, you really pursued a degree, then you you're pigeonholed, pigeonholed into just that 
that uh, stream or that area right i was interested in reading writing i was mm. always in theater and dance and the logical thing to do after school was to pursue higher education and get my degree i was very sure i wanted to do that Absolutely. a yeah. to form my personality and b to also experience you know the college years i i never wanted to miss out on that yeah absolutely and, um, absolutely yeah and how it happened um not that easily to be honest i had to really brush up my grades for two years after school and then go ahead and do that i had to transfer from another college but i worked mm-hmm. hard towards that and i got that and i remember when i was walking to get my degree also i was pretty pretty mm-hmm. certain that okay now i have to put in that kind of effort and brush up my um craft towards acting and then we are towards that mm-hmm. so it's just really a case of wanting to do wow. everything as set my mind to or i want to or i dream about instead of being mm-hmm. um, slotted into oh you can only do this after this or this before this that's it oh my god yeah that that is so inspirational uh i hope you get many more opportunities where you just go and you know just go for it without even thinking twice and i know you can do that because i have been watching you, you since four years i guess and um and you have been on your toes you your body is toned you are like full of zeal every time i talk to you or every time i see you and when i see you on instagram post oh my god she's so toned oh my god she's doing this now that's so amazing <laughs> okay so what's the best and the worst thing about being in this industry any memory in particular would like to share uh okay so the best thing is of course the love that you get and the support mm-hmm. that you get even from people whom you don't personally know or interact with you know there are horrible days sometimes work wise or personally yeah. and then you'd log into social media and you know just comments or messages from people across states yeah. or across countries it just cheers you up because you're sort of um, you know relevant to people or you're sort of like yeah. you said maybe inspiring them so that's definitely the love is definitely the best part the worst is the unstructured nature i mean at this point i can safely tell you that i don't think there is mm-hmm. any level or uh, any person in this industry who sort of feels that they've uh, done everything mm-hmm. they wanted to or they're secured or any of those things or maybe very few people feel like that most people are always mm-hmm. um, under very high stress levels across uh, mm-hmm. jobs you know it's not just actors it's technicians directors producers music yeah. directors everybody it's it's a very uh, high pressure high stress industry right that's cool any particular memory you would like to share with our listeners right so um i think i will tell you about this time when how i got my first film saho mm-hmm. i had uh, you know met the director randomly and okay. uh, i remember staying in touch with him i was actually outside a cafe and that's how i'd met him and i remember staying in touch with him and he had sort of said that the casting's locked and you know we're about to start shoot and everything mm-hmm. then i was like chalo you know never mind next time and all of that and i remember mm-hmm. then there was no conversation for about 2 3 months and then one day he just texted me saying oh you know so there's this one part and we need somebody for that could you mm-hmm. recommend somebody 
And oh I'm my like, god. Hey, I just want to test again like I'll audition again just take me you know send me the script I'll audition and yeah. he just laughed and said you know what you're on and you're starting shoot in 2 days. Oh Now, my god. Now the funny god. part is yeah mm-hmm. the funny part is I remember uh, I'd spoken to a couple of friends and I was like okay I'm sort of done and you know I'm just going to get a job somewhere and Mm-hmm. um then i suddenly called up all those people and i was like you know i'm actually not going taking up any job i'm starting shoot in 2 days so <laughs> i think that feeling was very surreal oh my god yeah that that's amazing i know after all of that hard work and all of that effort being recognized and being selected for a prop like you know for a role i can't even feel what you felt at that point of time you know like <laughs> yeah absolutely wonderful okay so what are the two things which would have made your journey a little easier if you would have known about them already uh interesting question two things okay <laughs> one i will definitely say is that um the one thing i wish i had known was that all the glamour and uh, you know the things that you see on screen there is just mm-hmm. in front of the camera what goes on behind the camera is just tons of hard work sweat grueling hours uh, mm. lots of prep so that uh, i mean i knew everybody works hard and all of that mm. but when i really went in and started doing the job that's when i realized ki um what we expect and the amount mm. of effort we have to put in that's very very different the amount of effort you have to put in is many folds more So I wish I'd known that a little more maybe I would have been better in my initial auditions mm-hmm. on parts right. for parts I didn't get because probably I wasn't ready for that mm. kind of effort at that point and the second thing I think is um to realize that you really have to look out for yourself I mean there'll be friends and mentors and uh, right. managers to support you but this is one place mm. where I can say each one to their own you really have to be very invested in your own journey in your own career path in how you want to get your work and what kind of work you want to do or what kind of right. uh, profile you want to create for yourself right so right. yeah you have to really be very uh, self reliant absolutely i wish i know that a little more in the beginning and i feel you were staying alone in mumbai right like you had friends of course but uh, you had no family and you started like really on your own that's what i've known right. about you right right that's correct so that's also so, one of the struggle like you know professionally obviously you are struggling but obviously you are in a new city so that's also one of the struggles like you know hunting for a house and feeling safe and making new friends and all of that and making contacts because in in, the, in this industry or like anywhere contacts matter um so, so i think you've done a great job When I went in initially I didn't know anyone. I had one school friend in Bombay and um, she was somebody I went to stay with but yes I didn't know anybody inside or outside of the industry other than that. Mm-hmm. But to be uh, very honest Nimesha I see a lot of other girls and boys both mm-hmm. coming in mm-hmm. for various kind of jobs to Bombay from all cities they could be there for law related practices they could be there for event management restaurants yeah. and i see all of them having similar journeys it's just that we are mm-hmm. lucky to be in the kind of industry where mm-hmm. um our struggles are also glorified and uh, mm-hmm. our su- success is really magnified 
but yeah. that aspect of settling in and really finding your feet and all of that that's something i see uh, other professionals do a lot too mm-hmm. true very true okay so even as an outsider i feel that you know it's so difficult to sustain in the industry is that true yeah so <laughs> that is one thing which um, is sort of true though of course many 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 outsiders have also come made their mark mm-hmm. as actors as directors producers technicians yeah. but it is slightly um tougher but i do feel in all honesty that this industry is also one where the audience makes you so right. a karthik aryan might not really have been a film family kid but he is a huge star Absolutely, and so true for so many other people like deepika padukone or rohit shetty or anybody who's uh, you know sort of really really made their mark so of yeah. course having uh, your family in there really helps you it makes your journey much easier but yeah. ultimately we are get, we are what the audience makes out of us yeah so what's that one thing that you know keeps you going oh one thing <laughs> you can tell me more i would love to listen to them <laughs> lots okay definitely uh, if i had to just pick one i would say friends and family because they keep you motivated even on your worst days or you know yeah. when you really have a bad setback so definitely yeah. friends and family number one but other than mm-hmm. that it's it's for the vision or the dream that only you can see even if others can't you know somewhere deep Absolutely. down you assess yourself and you realize yeah. what your goals yeah. are and how far or near you them do you think you really are at that particular point there's another interesting observation i have for the industry which my uh, mm-hmm. father said to me once when mm-hmm. i was starting out he said that the worst thing about your industry is that it's a very unpredictable place so you don't know when your next job will be right and he said the right. best thing about the industry is it's, it's a very unpredictable place so you don't know what your next job will be <laughs> <laughs> you know you could rigid be hitting yeah, a yeah. fix on the next ball kind of thing so yeah absolutely uncle is totally totally right okay so your parents were supportive of uh, when I, when you told them that okay after studying so much i'm going to bollywood and i'm going to try out uh, acting so what was their response Yeah I think they've always been supportive. I don't think I've ever had any issues on the family or friends front mm. with that. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was always like okay what can we do to make this easier. Oh, wow. And That's I think that so, was that. So cool. So cool. Uh, okay. Mm. Uh so Bhavani they are in the middle of a pandemic so it will be unfair if I do not ask you the question that how this pandemic has affected your personal and professional life. Uh okay so professionally in the beginning i was like many others very very um, anxious because you know yeah. you sort of feel like okay this is is this a pause button is this a stop button what is it yeah but, absolutely but uh, it gave me a lot of perspective and time to rethink realign priorities rethink my own strategies and you know to reassess whatever i may want to do or like i ended up uh, doing a few courses which are relevant to my skill set in terms of mm. writing screenplays and you know other skills in your mm. uh, professional capacity and i think personally it was really really good for me because i've always been away from home so this was probably in 
the past so many years the longest time i've been at home spent time with family you know really been able mm-hmm. to be there without thinking of acha i'm taking the next flight and i'm out because i have work or i have yeah. to study or anything of that sort so yeah that was a blessing and mm-hmm. overall i think um, it also gave me a lot of perspective with regards to how privileged a lot of us are and i would say that for i i'm assuming a lot of your podcast listeners too that um we live in you know in a in a world where we have basics which are taken care of and then yeah we can just sort of go on explore ourselves and yeah, uh, expand ourselves and a lot of people maybe not, not be as blessed so i guess it gave me a lot of perspective yeah. and lots to be thankful for absolutely i second you on that because uh, like i was expecting in the middle of a pandemic and uh, my baby was about to be born but our parents right. couldn't travel so you know but at least we were fortunate enough that okay we could pay and hire someone to help us out Correct. and uh, and the only thing was like you know the emotional thing that okay i need my mom to be around me right at this point of time and i'm going through a lot of pain and all of that but um, you know apart from all of um, that emotional thing i was absolutely fine and once all you all of right yeah yeah, yeah. so i i think i i really uh, you know i like the way you have put this into words and um, i really uh, appreciate the way you thought and you know there was no negativity in your answer even it was related to the pandemic but you were so positive i <laughs> love i love that about it thank okay, you and so, that's one of those things i should say i really appreciate about you too i've seen you go through some lows i've seen you go through highs and yeah. the one thing i have to say is you've always always been very positive through all of it you know there Thank there you. have been things which could really break a lesser person but i've seen you deal with them very very strongly thank you so much um okay so now i was really waiting to get to our next question any two things you would like to share with our listeners that you do to maintain your peace of mind or like mental health in general yeah so one thing that i really try and do almost every day is 15 minutes of pranayama okay i do pranayama mm-hmm. religiously and i try to okay. do it every day but even if mm-hmm. not every day at least four or five times a week and the other thing would be if i am feeling very anxious or stressed mm-hmm. i just watch friends or big bang theory and pop in like a piece of dark chocolate always oh, helps oh my god oh my always. god these are two of my favorite shows i'm telling you like i love sheldon i can't get over sheldon <laughs> yeah I, my yeah. favorite character keeps changing because i've seen it so many times now i'm sure yeah. so have you <laughs> yeah is <laughs> it like okay oh yeah that's that's a great way even i can do that that's a great way to you know uh, t- take all the stress out of your brain absolutely yeah that's, it really I, i will try that i will definitely try that <laughs> thank you sure <laughs> okay and also i know your love for food then how do you manage to have such a toned body throughout the year like i have never seen you going out of shape in last 5 years i've known you for 5 years almost and never ever seen you going out of shape i really want to know how do you do that thank you for saying that but uh, <laughs> and i wish that was true but uh, i think i fall off the wagon sometimes but yes mostly i'm very very careful i i keep uh, 
working out a lot even if i'm not mm-hmm. able to go to the gym and it's very late at night or something of that sort mm-hmm. i work out at home so that's something i try and do then there's always a lot of dance practice which is happening i'm trying to learn new skill sets mm-hmm. you wow. know martial arts or something so that mm-hmm. really helps and the other thing is that yeah you're right i love food but i've i've sort of learned to uh work my way around that like uh, i've tried to i try i can't say i always succeed mm-hmm. i try to keep my cheat days to just maybe twice a week nothing more than that and on other days mm-hmm. i'm eating very very healthy controlled meals and mm-hmm. i try to not eat much um, after 8 pm i try try to. and if i'm sleeping early then mm-hmm. maybe at 6 pm i stop but yeah that helps so if you guys can oh, do okay. that that's really going to help Wow, that's that's super cool. I wish it was as easy as you told it was. <laughs> <laughs> This is incredible, so. Damini. We had a wonderful time with you, and hope you so had the same. So did day. I. So did I. Thank you. I'm, and, and I'm sure our listeners too will get inspired by your zeal and commendable energy and commitment to stay fit and keep going in life. Thank you, I, and guys, if you're listening to this and you have some fitness tips for us, please share, man. We could use new ones <laughs> all the time. And I am doing a course that's a health and life coach course. I'm learning so much about this thing now, so I would definitely start sharing it on my podcast. So that was so good. I don't even want to end this, but yes, we have our own time limitations. I would definitely try to get uh, come up with some more questions, and we can do another episode with. Damini Chopra. <laughs> so Damini chose a field which was definitely challenging and way out of her comfort zone because she didn't want to just breathe but live her life to the fullest. And that's the theme of this podcast, isn't it? I'm so grateful for your presence today. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Do leave us a feedback on our social media. See you next week. Till then, don't just breathe, live.